title of the message is Your Spirit Focus. I want to talk about meditation, Christian meditation. Who, who wants to go deeper? Who, who wants to stay just on the surface? You want to go deeper in the Lord? I want to talk about one of the deep, deep aspects of the Christian life, and that is what the Bible has to say about meditation. Meditation equals consecration. Think about that. Meditation equals consecration. When a person, their whole, their heart, their mind, everything is inclined to God and they meditate on him, they meditate on his word, they meditate on his works, they meditate on his will, they meditate on the glory of Jesus Christ, that person has given themselves to Jesus. Meditation is consecration. A pure heart is one that is devoted to him. Meditation. I'm not talking about yoga. I'm not talking about demonic copies. I'm talking about tonight and what the Bible has to say about meditation. Jesus is the center of meditation. Meditation for the Christian is so special that it cannot be compared to worldly meditation. To meditate on Christ is to be in the glory of God. We ready? Yes. Amen. Psalm 63 verse 6. When I remember you on my bed, I meditate on you in the night watches because you have been my help. Therefore, in the shadow of your wings, I will rejoice. Many Christians think that church, Christianity, is something you do on the outside. I want to talk about what happens in the heart. When I awake in the night, I'm thinking on you. The heart meditating on Jesus Christ. Philippians 4.8 Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things of good report, if there is any virtue, if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. That's a command. One of the problems for, for, well, particularly youth today, is computer gaming. It's a meditation that brings all sorts of problems. It brings demonic problems. It brings isolation in the family. It brings hindrance of all sorts of types. 
meditation. Satan wants to captivate the meditation, the thoughts of people's hearts. So if you could turn off your, your light, please. It's shining my eyes. Thank you. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. Meditation is a diligent search. There are many different types of prayer, and I'm talking about prayer of meditation. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. To sit, to lie down, whatever, to kneel and to wait upon him is meditation. To wait and wait and wait until the master reveals his word to you. Wow. We are all servants of Christ. We all should learn to wait upon the master. Let your heart meditate on him. You know, there is the outward calling upon God. There is the outward shout, you know, Son of David, have mercy upon me, the, the blind men. But I tell you, when your heart is waiting on God, maybe half an hour, an hour, two hours, your heart is waiting. You're making a lot of noise in heaven. As you wait and wait and wait, the word will come to you. The word is Jesus. Revelation upon revelation upon revelation. Amen? You see, I had the blessing of being to Bible college for eight years studying. But I, I never really understood that the word must abide in the heart, in the power of the Holy Spirit. And one of the ways, one of the spiritual disciplines of a Christian is to meditate in order that the word be revealed. You can read the book and have no revelation. You can read from page to page to page and all you're doing is reading a book. You need the Holy Spirit. Because this book is inspired by God, 2 Timothy 3.16. That means literally the life of God has been breathed into it. Meditation is inhaling that breath. Meditation is hearing God's word, not just a book. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, full of grace and truth. Only by the Holy Spirit can you receive the grace and truth of this book. You are what you meditate on. Proverbs 23, 6 for as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. 
as a man thinks in his heart. What you meditate on is what will make your life. The love of money is the root of all evil. If you let the love of money, the need for money... I lived in a third world country and one of the indigenous pastors, one of the local pastors said to me that some of the greediest people are poor because money becomes such an object for them. You can let money take over. Whatever you meditate on, that's what you'll become. If you meditate on Christ, on his word, on his majesty, on what he does, it will have an indelible, permanent effect on your life. You will become like that which you meditate upon. Amen? You meditate on his presence. You meditate upon his name. Hallelujah. If you call upon his name, he will come. You meditate upon that name, that name will come to you. Hallelujah. A wrong meditation will corrupt you. Jesus said in Matthew 15, verse 17, Do you not yet understand that whatever enters the mouth goes into the stomach and is eliminated? But those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart and they defile a man. For out of the heart proceeds evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. These are the things which defile a man. Wrong meditation will defile you. Turn to your neighbour and say, what have you been watching? What have you been listening to? Who's been gossiping to you lately? What have you been watching on the internet? Facebook, TikTok. The thing that you meditate on, if it's not from heaven, will corrupt you. Meditation is consecration. Amen? Amen. We're going deeper? When I talk about meditation, I'm talking about being infilled with the Holy Spirit and your heart inclined to him. Meditation, listen to this, meditation leads to understanding. So many people don't understand their lives. Why does this happen? Why does that happen? And yes, God doesn't show us everything. But meditation leads to understanding. When you meditate in the Spirit of God upon the Word of God, He will give you understanding that is beyond your friends, your family, your peers. Many people are spiritually blind. They're wandering around. They're stumbling around. They don't know what's affecting them, what's happening. Meditation brings understanding. Psalm 49.3 My mouth shall speak wisdom and the meditation of my heart shall give understanding. Hallelujah. When you meditate upon the Lord, he speaks. 
He directs. He reveals. This is what you should do here. This is what you should do there. He warns you. He gives you understanding about people, about why they act like they do and how you can adjust your life accordingly because you have understanding. You see people's heart. You see the demonic that's affecting them. You choose not to react in the flesh by all the things that are coming from them because you have understanding that they are a soul that's afflicted by the enemy and they need the love of God and just keep loving them, keep loving them, keep loving them. That's an understanding that comes through meditation on the word of God. Meditation on the word automatically brings good success and prosperity. Meditation on the Lord Jesus Christ and his word will mean that things begin to happen. Things happen around you. He begins to intervene in your life. Not, not because someone prophesied something would happen, or, or, but it simply happens. God responds with divine blessing on those who are given to meditating on his word. Because the word, the Bible says, works effectively in you who believe. As you meditate in the word by faith, the word will work in your life around you, changing your life. Joshua 1.8, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall, you shall, Meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do all. Sorry, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. If you get too busy to meditate on the word, you're in a dangerous place of going astray from the word. Meditation on the word will often lead to obedience to the word. For then you will make your way prosperous. What will happen? Prosperous. And then you'll have what type of success? Good success. There's a difference between normal success of the world and heavenly success. Heavenly success is very good. There's a difference. You with me? Psalm 1 verse 1, Blessed is the man who walks not according to the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight, everyone say delight, delight. is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. And what will he be like? He will be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does. Everyone say, whatever. whatever. Turn to your neighbor and say, whatever, whatever. you do, you shall, prosper. shall prosper. Do you believe it? Yes. The most important thing is to meditate on Jesus Christ and his word. Every good fruit comes from it. It's like drinking pure water. 
life. So many Christians, they're so thirsty. They're dying of thirst. They need the word. Amen? Amen. Meditate. The Bible not only commands us to meditate on the word, but it commands us to meditate on his works. Many churches separate the works of the word from the word of God. And so what you end up with is dry doctrine, teaching, traditions, positive thinking, and the wisdom of man. Powerless, because they've separated it from a meditation on the works. You need to meditate on what God does. By meditating on his works, you'll gain greater understanding of his word because his works are the fruit of his word. So when someone's, maybe there's someone here and you've never seen anyone healed of blindness and tonight you heard a story of a woman who was healed of blindness. Now you open your Bible to the Gospels and you read how Jesus healed the blind and what you meditated on tonight, that Jesus healed a blind woman tonight, gives you revelation of the Word of God and builds your faith. Simply reading the Word with divorce from His works will lead to barrenness. Because the Word works. Inherently it works. And by the way, if you're only involved, I've seen people virtually only involved in the works, in the miracles, and I've seen how they've gone into sin because they didn't meditate on the word. I have this type of ministry. I'm not a teacher, you know. I'm not a preacher. And they move away from the word and the word is what will ground you and root you in godliness and righteousness. And you, you just get into the works without the word and you'll have no parameters, no fences. The word will fence you in to righteousness. Amen? Amen. I will meditate on the, on the glorious splendor of your majesty and on your wondrous works. Men shall speak of the might of your awesome acts and I will declare your greatness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you meditate on what the Lord does, your faith is built up. You begin to speak to people about him. You begin to say, oh, you know, my Jesus, he can heal you of arthritis. My Jesus, he can heal you of deafness. My Jesus, he can supply your needs. I watched it the other day. On YouTube, I know he can do it. Hallelujah. Amen. You got a financial problem? Let's take it to Jesus. He can get rid of debts. Amen. We had the story the other week. I don't know if you saw it, but a lady who came to a Sydney, Sydney meeting, I think, she, she was in $28,000 debt. And I said to her, your problem is a demon and we're going to cast it out and then you'll be right. She got set free. She went back to... She got a call from the bank and the bank says, we, you owe us nothing. 
Where did it go? Amen. When you meditate on his works, you want to praise God. Hallelujah. If you just read the news, all bad news, you'll find it affects your praise. You meditate on the good things he does, you want to begin to praise him, talk about him. Amen. Have an attitude of thanksgiving. Yeah? You sit down, table, family, friends, give thanks to God. As a team, we, we, where were we? In Denny's, I think. And uh, we sat down and uh, one of the team members, what did she sing? She be, just be, began to sing a song of thanksgiving, just praising God for the food and, you know, in Denny's. Just awesome. Praise God. Meditation attracts and brings divine intervention. When you meditate on the word and you honour the word, God will honour you and will begin to intervene in your life in supernatural ways and ways that you didn't expect. He will begin to show up in your life. Hallelujah. Let me give an example from Genesis 24:61. Isaac was waiting for Abraham's servant to come back and bring his wife. So... Rebecca, his wife-to-be, and her maids arose, and they rode on the camels and followed the man, the servant. So the servant took Rebekah and departed. Now Isaac came from the way of Beer Lahairoi, for he dwelt in the south. And Isaac went out to meditate. Everyone say meditate. He went out to meditate in the field in the evening. So he's just there meditating on God. And he lifted his eyes and looked and there the camels were coming. Divine intervention. There the camels were coming. Then Rebekah lifted her eyes, and when she saw Isaac, she dismounted from her camel, for she said to the servant, Who is this man walking in the field to meet us? And the servant said, It is my master. Hallelujah. Supernatural things happen when you focus on Jesus Christ. You focus on his word. Praise God. People can speak a whole lot of negativity, a whole lot of doubt, because they're focused, they see the physical realm. But when you meditate, your eyes are somewhere else. You know, there can be inflation. There can be problems and this and that. But, you know, you, meditation takes you into the heavenly realm. It takes you into the promises of God revealed and applied by the Holy Spirit so that you are no longer subject to the rules of this world. Hallelujah. You're no longer subject. Everyone else, maybe they're losing jobs, maybe they can't pay their mortgage or whatever, but you're in a different zone. Meditation will take you into divine healing, divine blessing, deliverance, prophecy, take you to somewhere different. Faith takes you beyond the natural. 
So people say, oh, it's not a good time to start a business. It's not a good time for this or that or the other. Or you're going to die of cancer or, you know, all this negativity. And you meditate on the word. When you're in a crisis, may your meditation be serious. Because in a crisis, you'll hear lots of voices of people telling you stuff. And the eyes of your heart must be focused here, Jesus. He is your, your rock. Praise God. Meditate rather than react in the flesh. Oh, that's a difficult one. When people say stuff, they gossip, they push your buttons, get you angry, you know. The devil wants to stir up your flesh, meditate. What does God require of you? And many times what God requires of you is silence. Amen? If you open your mouth, often it just makes things worse. Silence, love, forgiveness. Psalm 4.4, be angry and do not sin. Meditate within your heart on your bed and be still. In the battle, are you in a battle? Anyone in a battle? In the battle, the word of God says to meditate on the word. You know how fear comes and the devil put thoughts in your head, thoughts of anxiety, thoughts of doubt. In the battle, meditate on the word. Psalm 119 verse 23. Princes, what are princes? Demonic powers. Princes also sit and speak against me, but your servant meditates on your statutes. The deeper the problem, go deeper in the word. Meditate on the promises of God. For they are all yes and amen in Christ Jesus. Amen. You know, you, you come into a meeting, there's lots of sick people, autistic children and so on. It requires meditation. Meditation. Meditation, that's what it requires. So that you go beyond what you're seeing. Meditation, the Holy Spirit revealing the word of God to you in the power of the Holy Spirit. In him I live and move and have my being. Hallelujah. Meditation in meditation, you remember God's goodness in your life. Take a moment and think of something good that Jesus did for you. All right? Now, you've had a moment. Put up your hand if you thought of something. Okay. Many of you who put up your hand have also got problems. Okay? So meditate. Remember the goodness of God in your life. The disciples were in the boat with Jesus and they'd forgotten the bread. They'd forgotten bread to eat. But they'd also forgotten the feeding of the 4,000 and the feeding of the 5,000. 
And Jesus rebuked them, remember? How is it you do not see? How is it that you do not understand? We remember what God has done in the past. We meditate on his works in our life. And we say, God is faithful. Look how he broke through in my life. And I believe he'll do the same today. Amen. What he did yesterday. You know, God doesn't change. The God who broke through in your life yesterday, last year, whenever it was, he will do the same. Just because your situation has changed does not mean Jesus changed. For he is the same yesterday and forever. Everyone say forever. Jesus said, why do you reason because you have no bread? Do you not perceive nor understand? Is your heart still hardened? Having eyes, do you not see? Having ears, do you not hear? And do you not remember when I broke the five loaves for the 5,000? How many baskets full of fragments did you take up? They had a personal lesson. They each took up a basket full of broken pieces of food. Failure to meditate can lead to a hardened heart when you have problems and your heart becomes unyielding and unbelieving because you've forgotten the goodness of God. Amen? Religious hypocrisy is a heart without meditation. Religious hypocrisy is a heart without meditation. People become hypocrites because their heart fails to meditate. It's just all outward religion and talk and a failure to commune with God in their heart and to allow the Holy Spirit to cut to apply the word, to bring conviction of sin, to change and transform. Hypocrisy comes for failure of meditation. Hallelujah. Praise God. Finally, meditation is the springboard, like the trampoline, it's a springboard of action in the Christian life. You don't meditate for the purpose of meditation. We read in James, Be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. In meditation, you hear the word coming to you by the power of the Holy Spirit. It ignites vision in your life. Meditation leads to vision and vision to activity in the Holy Spirit. Praise God. Vision comes from meditation. Divine vision for your life. I want to know what God has for me. Go and meditate. Praise God. Go and meditate. Vision comes from meditation on the Word and Jesus Christ. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. May the words of my mouth 
and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. May my meditation be sweetness to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to take a moment just to repent. To repent. Is your meditation of unforgiveness acceptable to God? Is your meditation of lust, is your meditation on money, is your meditation of resentment sweet to God? Take a moment, take a moment to correct your meditation. Think on those things which are pure and beautiful. Lord Jesus, we repent. We repent. We pray that you would fill our hearts and minds with your glorious majesty. Let your glory fill, Lord, our ears, our eyes, our hearts, our minds. Consecrate us, Lord. Change us. Make us more like you. Jesus, give us the grace to turn off for television. Give us the grace to turn our eyes from social media. Give us the grace to stop listening to gossip. Give us the grace to meditate on you. May our meditation be sweetness to you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Now, Father, I pray for those here who... Lord, are tormented by darkness, who are hounded and restricted by darkness. I pray for those, Lord, on the internet. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray that your light would shine, would shine, would shine, would shine. That's the light of Christ shining upon people watching on the internet. That's the light of Christ shining in Jesus' mighty name. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, let light shine. Let light shine in your mind, in your heart, in your body, in Jesus' name. Let light shine in Jesus' name. Light shine, the light of Jesus Christ. Shine on that arthritis. Be free in Jesus' mighty name. Let light shine on your heart, that mental illness, that fear, that anxiety. I see you, those anxiety attacks. Light shine in Jesus' name. That you're free, you're free, you're free, you're free in Jesus' name. I'm looking at someone and uh, you're a young mother, single mother, and you, you feel hopeless. Your situation is so hard. Let light shine. That's the love of God, the power of God coming to you right now. Let light shine in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. I'm looking at you in the hospital, looking at you in the hospital, looking at you in the hospital. Praise God. Praise God. You, you, you did something to your left leg and it's left you in a lot of pain. Left leg. Be healed. That's the light of God shining. Be healed in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. 
Lord, we come against every spirit of darkness, every tormenting spirit in the mind. Lord, I'm, I'm praying, Lord Jesus, for all those who are tormented in their mind. Lord, shine in Jesus' name. Light of God, shining, that's it. Be healed, be whole in Jesus' name. I'm looking at a woman and your, your back Terrible pain, scoliosis of the lower back. It's the power of the Holy Spirit coming on your lower back in Jesus' name. Straighten back. I'm talking to you back. Straighten now. Come under the power of God and straighten now. In Je- That's power of God going through you. Power of God going through you. That's right. Get up, walk. You're free of pain. Hallelujah. 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 God loves those who aren't in the room. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise the Lord.